Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Creative and Balance Podcast. I am your host, Sean Siriani. Right now, we are in the Girth Radio Studio located in the Pacific Junction Hotel Bar. Today we got an incredible guest. His name is Kyle Smith. And in a month, he's going to have a comic book that is on the shelves called The Weathered Spirit. It looks scary as fuck. It's like a horror sci-fi type of thing going on. And it will be published by our friends at Titan One Studios. They produce a lot of awesome, badass, edgy work. And it's great to have Kyle in today. We had an awesome talk. While we do talk about his book coming out, we also go off the rails and start talking about sleep paralysis and ghosts. And I haven't listened to this back yet, but I remember having like the best time talking to him. And halfway through this episode, you're going to notice we kind of do a sign-off, like it's all over. And uh, yeah, we did. We shut off the mics and just kind of had a, a little smooth segue out of it. And we just sat in the studio, started talking, and I was like, okay, I need to turn the mics on again because we went back into the ghost topic. (laughs) And yeah, it just just was like a really, really, really fun talk. And he also plays in this fantastic metalcore band called The Great Lakes. In between these two segments we recorded, I'm going to play one of their tunes. We give you a little breather from the ghost talk. You can rock out for a bit, kind of reset, and then we get back into it and take you right to hell. Love this one. Thanks to everybody who's been hitting me up saying they actively listen to this podcast. Whether you subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or just check us out at the Girth Radio website. I appreciate you. And yeah, I'm just going to keep pumping these things out. So right now, Kyle Smith, author of The Weathered Spirit, coming at you right now. Live from Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio. So thank you, Kyle, for coming today. Yeah, no problem. It's nice for having me. It's nice to meet you again, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's crazy, like, very, very small world. Like, apparently we met, like, six years ago, and I... Yeah. I don't even remember that. But you said Goldie, so big shout out to Goldie. Yeah, Goldie's the best. Yeah, I'm I'm sure uh, anybody who listened to, like, some older episodes, like, kind of heard my journey of moving to Toronto, and Goldie was, like, one of my first co-workers at the recording studio there. So big shout out to him, and... Some exciting stuff happening for you. Like next month, you got a comic book coming out. It's uh, the Weathered Spirit, right? Yeah, Weathered Spirit. Yeah. And uh, before I get into that, like, um, how did you get into comics? Like, was it something you've been doing since you were younger? Or? Um, yeah, like I've always been into it, and um, I I started making my own like self publishing. Um, I don't know, probably about ten years ago now. I just kind of sort of like taught myself how to put a comic together basically through my own you know I just I did everything from script to art to lettering like I figured it all out and uh figured out how to put it together like print it and so I've been doing that and I've just been really enjoying it and then just like a couple years ago um well I guess yeah a couple years ago I um uh partnered up with uh, a friend of mine uh Gabe Sapienza 
um, who I met uh, in college at Sheridan. Um, and I've always liked, he's an artist and I've always liked his, uh, his art. And I was, I just kind of hit him up and I was like, Hey, do you want to do a comic together? And, uh, we, we created this, um, it's like a tales from the crypt esque sort of horror anthology series called oh. scare tales. Cool. And, uh, we, you know, we did, I, we've done three issues now and I, I just really enjoyed the process. And, um, I think he did as well because we both just kind of kept going with it. And um, that was, like, the first time I, I kind of um, realized, like, hey, like, I might want to do this, you know, mm-hmm. for the for the long term. Yeah, so did, did you find, like, it started off as something, like, just a hobby, and then it snowballed into this? Or yeah, you- pretty much. Like, I don't think I... I don't think consciously I ever... I, w- I was ever like, yeah, I, I want to make comics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah, yeah. It, it just happened. It just kind of happened. Um, but uh, it's just something that I found, like, I always enjoy it. Like, you know, um, mm-hmm. it's the only thing I've I've ever found that I was like, okay, I could, like, be happy doing just this, like, until I die. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. awesome how you just turned into, like, something you're having fun with into almost like a job now. Like, you're... yeah your book next month is going to be like on the shelves and like yeah, did scare tales get like published like in no or, or was um, it just like that yeah. was that was also just uh, a thing we self-published and like even though i kind of taught myself like you know how to do comics previous to that that was the first one where i was like okay hey, i want to make this as good as something that i've seen in comic mm-hmm. book stores on the shelf so we really put a lot of effort into making as as good as we could possibly make it and um yeah i'm really proud of those three issues that we did and uh i think hopefully the goal for that is um to see if we can find a publisher to collect it into like a trade format because it's it's essentially just a bunch of short stories yeah so it would work really well like that so we're we're looking at doing something like that with it cool cool i'm I'm interested in that because i love like horror stories too and even uh our last guest on here, he was, he does a, he's a podcast creator and he makes these 10 minute stories called fairy tales for unwanted children. Oh, cool. But they're like old school, like dark fairy tales. Oh, so, nice. This has been like almost like a consistent theme, like kind of like the spooky horror stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah. Even, uh, I guess he would be your publicist, uh, Rathen, or like he kind of does like he's a jack of all trades, yeah, kind of one, right? Yeah. yeah, I really don't know what his uh, official title is. <laughs> he's but, the man. Yeah. Shout out to you, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah he, he's a guy that makes shit happen essentially for Titan One. Yeah, he's uh, he sent me an email with uh, your work, which I actually seen them advertise prior to it and he's like right. you want to talk to this guy i'm like fuck yeah i saw <laughs> i saw a couple clips of this uh comic and it looks like like just cool and horrifying cool and thanks man yeah yeah so how did uh how did you meet him in like titan one and all of them so uh gabe who i was just talking about um, mm-hmm. who i worked with on scare tales um he uh started working with Ruthen doing um comic book covers for the Night Guardian series that Titan One produces. Yeah. And um and then uh, I guess Gabe got talking to Ruthen about um Scare Tales and me and Gabe met up with Ruthen one day to see if there was some potential there to do anything uh Scare Tales related with Titan One. And um it didn't really pan out. Um but through meeting Ruthen, uh we got talking and you know that's how this this thing started with Titan One for me. That's cool. So yeah. 
was this book coming out, was it an idea you made from scratch or was it like kind of a concept you already had in your mind? No, I just, uh, I, I created it from scratch after Ruthen, um, uh, he, he sent me a message and he was like, Hey, like, I'd like to do just like a, a one shot. Like it can be kind of like whatever he wanted to do something horror related because he knows, um, that that's kind of what I'm into. Mm, yeah. Um, so he kind of like just takes your strength and like been like, okay, yeah. dude, go with it. And yeah. Like, oh, that's really cool. So it's been really cool. Um, he's been really cool about, um, kind of letting me do what I, I like to do, you know? Um, and yeah, I just, after we talked, I was like, okay, so I'll come up with something. And then I came up with that and I had some help with the story by, uh, Mike, um, who you interviewed, uh, I think. The guy I, from Ireland? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Irish uh, Mike. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah shout-outs to Mike, and I, I need to apologize because that interview did not go down. Oh, But, okay. uh, yeah, I was going to get him on the phone, but just due to a couple technical things, like we need to, like, set up a better, like, yeah. quality phone thing. But, uh, yeah, I checked out his comic, and it's uh, Zombin. It's really yeah, cool it's as well. Yeah, it's fucking awesome, yeah. Yeah, like, just that whole, like, Titan 1 brand is just... Yeah. It's fucking badass. Like, it's just, really cool. They're doing some really cool and stuff. And even um, I had Taryn in on a past episode. Yeah. He's also another writer. In, yeah, I know uh, Taryn, yeah. I guess the story he made takes place in the same universe that you, I, your yes, characters yeah. are in? Yeah, it's all. it all takes place in, I guess... I guess they're calling it the Relativity Universe. Yeah. Because, um, like, the main title that they do is called Night Guardians of Relativity. And, um, yeah, so my story is, you know, unrelated to the main story of Night Guardians. But, yeah, it takes place within the same story world, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, these characters could, could possibly, like, bump into each other on the street. Exactly, type, Like yeah. a Marvel or DC yeah. universe. And- yeah. Yeah, it's it's neat that you guys are just like building that and like yeah. this one's like a horror where the other one I kind of got like a sci-fi like yeah. rated R matrix type thing going on too. So it's yeah. also like I don't know they they kind of fit together like vibe wise, but they're like these different paths these yeah, characters different are genres. taking. And, but yeah, there's always that you know sort of sci-fi element to everything at least so far. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's been it's been cool. Yeah, that's got to be a lot of fun. So uh, tell me a bit about this story. Like, uh, yeah, are you allowed to talk about it because it's not out yet? But uh, yeah, I, I'm like, pretty sure like I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah. been solicited. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's basically the the weathered spirit. Um, it's it revolves around this uh, girl named Jenna who uh, lost her mother disappeared when she was a little girl, mm-hmm. and uh, since then um, she's she's been haunted by this uh, kind of spirit ghost sort of thing that she doesn't understand mm-hmm. um and the story just follows her journey and you know trying to discover what happened to her mother while dealing with these hauntings that you know keep keep happening to her um and that's kind of the the gist of it it's um it's a one shot so if i say more than that i'll get to the end yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just like yeah. here's the plot twist yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 no it's really interesting and like even like i've read a couple pages of it and uh like just the artwork's like pretty cool it's super creepy yeah and- uh ruben um man I, I 
for I'm drawing a blank on his last name right now, but Ruben, uh, we could look it up. Really yeah, yeah. Quick, <laughs> <laughs> Even if you say his last name, I'll edit it. <laughs> I yeah. do all the editing for the show too. But, yeah, yeah, cool. But I also like to keep it human. So Ruben, we're looking up your last name. <laughs> <laughs> I have I haven't uh, met the guy. I've just I've just talked to him uh, over email and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, his artwork is fucking killer. It's it's really really cool. That's another thing about what's so cool about Titan One. It seems like you guys are just worldwide and Redden was telling me he's going out west to promote some stuff and like yeah. even like connecting me with Mike in Ireland and yep. with yep. that other story too uh when I had Taryn in he's like oh there's this also another guy from the UK who worked on it too and he's like do you want to c- live call him too but unfortunately my setup wasn't like yeah. ready for calls but yeah no yeah, it's this crazy community worldwide like the elites is. are coming together and like yeah it's really dropping really cool. bombs yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and it's been a, a cool opportunity just to like meet all these people who I would never have the opportunity to meet otherwise you know like mm-hmm. meeting Mike and, and and Ruben like they're they're both like really fucking talented like really good at what they do um am i allowed to swear on yeah this? you yeah, can okay. <laughs> say whatever you want it's like cool. no censorship um but yeah ruben uh rojas Ro- rojas r-o-j-a-s okay, i hope cool. i'm pronouncing that right but. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's awesome yeah and uh yeah even like the imagery in the story too uh it reminds me of uh are you familiar with sleep paralysis Oh, yeah, that's kind of where the whole idea for this stemmed from. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't get it as much anymore, but I used to severely, like, suffer from that when I was, like, a teenager. Yeah. And what was interesting, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Like, so, like, over the years, and I feel like I'm still studying it now, too, Mm because there's, like, a lot of, like, mystery to it. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, this never-ending study. But uh, for people who don't know what it is, it's... uh, basically a very long story short of it it's kind of like you're in a sleep state but you also like you're conscious like you're awake you're awake but you can't move essentially you can't move and it's very common for people to see entities and demons or have uh outer body experiences and yeah yeah have you experienced that as well yeah i have um a lot in college um i don't know why like i had never experienced it before but when Mm -hmm. you know um in in college for some reason it happened a lot to me probably just because of stress and you know new things happening in my life and you know big changes and um i haven't i haven't like experienced it in a really long time but there was Mm -hmm. like just that period of my life for whatever reason yeah yeah i've Come to think of it, too, like, it amped up for me, too, while I was in college. Yeah. And, uh, like, some of the reading I... Or some of the things I looked up was, like, yeah, like, a lot of people get it triggered by stress. And that was, like, probably some of the most stressful time in my life. Yeah, I'm, like, exactly. just broke. Like, what the fuck? Like, a girl yeah. broke my heart. Yeah, I was, like, what, what the fuck is life? going yeah. on? And, like, yeah, the wildest shit would happen when I, like, lay down. But um, also what I find really, really interesting is... People can also get to that state through the other side of relaxing. Yeah, yeah. So well, that's like lucid dreaming, essentially, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, and there's folks out there who meditate and want to go to that place. Yeah. Where at first, like, uh, I started reading about it, like, probably about 10 years ago and, like, really getting deep into it. I'm like, why would anybody want to go there? Yeah. And then... um through forums to uh i read this one that like 
was kind of like coaching people to snap out of it, which I didn't know how to do, like in panic and panic. Yeah. And uh, I remember just reading one thing, and this guy was super vague about it, and he was like, just uh, when it happens, don't freak out. Don't freak out. Like, you're going to be seeing the scariest shit. Don't freak out. Relax. Yeah. And it said something. I'm getting goosebumps telling you this right now. <laughs> um, it said, trust me, the most beautiful thing can happen. Yeah. So um, I remember years after reading that and free- still freaking out every time I had sleep paralysis. There's like something hovering over me, a demon. Yeah. Or something. yeah. I, I finally was, I was like stuck in this really scary one. And while I was in that state, I remembered being on the computer and reading. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, let's see what happens. If yeah. this world kills me right now, like whatever, like we're going to find out. Yeah. And I just relaxed and it turned, it felt like I was a ball of energy and not even my body and I could fly around my house. And yep. so I, uh, for a while, like every time I would, that would happen, I would relax and snap out of it that way. Cause I'd fly for a bit and then I wake up. Yeah. But now like... I don't get them as often anymore, but when I do get them, I can't get to that state again. It's like terror again because I'm not relaxed. I'm just like, oh shit, fuck, no, yeah, no. It's like, it's a, yeah, I, I went through a similar sort of phase where I was really interested in uh, lucid dreaming and sleep paralysis. And mm-hmm. uh, I was, yeah, reading up on it and I was doing some stuff to like try and figure out how to experience the good side of it. Um, yeah. And one thing I tried, which worked, um, was falling to falling asleep to classical music um okay. because um for for whatever reason when i i can't fall asleep listening to music with lyrics because it like my brain is you know processing the lyrics oh, and yeah. i can't relax but mm-hmm. if it's just like no lyrics happening and it's just like calm peaceful music then i can fall asleep but what happens is once you fall asleep you're still hearing the music. Does it turn into a soundtrack to your dream? Or? Well, no, it's just, it's, um, you, when, you know, you go into that lucid state, you mm-hmm. have to be aware that you're sleeping. Like you have to be conscious, but asleep at the same time. So the music, when you hear the music, it triggers that, oh, I'm sleeping because mm-hmm. that music is happening in real life. And then you can kind of, you know, have that really euphoric, crazy experience where you can kind of, you're in control of whatever's yeah. happening. Yeah. That's, that's when the magic happens. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you're a, you're a God for a few minutes mm-hmm. and just do whatever you want. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, no, it, it, it's fascinating stuff. It's really, and it, it's interesting too, to talk about it. Cause you know, not a lot of people, at least I found, um, you know, have had these experiences. Yeah, it's very rare. Like, or maybe it's mm. just people don't want to talk about it or something. Mm, but yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, but it, it's very cool, very fascinating stuff. Yeah. Yeah. When I was a teenager, I was very shy to talk about it too. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody's gonna believe me because I also didn't understand like the different like states you can be in, and yeah. like I was like just thinking i'm like no there was like ghosts yeah they were just there was full on ghosts. i was awake <laughs> yeah. and there was a ghost yeah. <laughs> and he was trying to kill me yeah <laughs> <laughs> like oh shit yeah do you have any like uh memories of like some intense ones you had yeah actually like the worst one i had and that's what triggered this whole um you know phase where i was like i'm really fascinated by this is uh it was in college and it actually goldie taking it back to Goldie. Shout out to Goldie. I miss you. It's been six years. (laughs) Uh, He was my roommate at the time. And um, 
yeah, one night I just, I, I woke up, but it was sleep paralysis, so I couldn't move, and there was, um, like, a, a, a thing standing in my doorway, because my bed, like, my head was facing the door, so I could see, I could see my whole room, I could see everything, mm-hmm. and I thought it was Goldie at first, and oh, I, oh. I and I was like, I was like, oh, like I was like, I I said something, and it started moving towards me, and then I realized that it wasn't Goldie, and then I guess I just started like yelling in my sleep, like really loud, and then I woke myself up, and I it was like nothing happened other than that. This thing just kind of like crept towards me, and I was yeah. like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And um, but then I woke myself up through yelling, and then um. I, it was it was such a weird feeling, a feeling I've never had before, like just pure dread, you know, yeah, like the yeah, scariest yeah. thing. Um, and the next day, Goldie, like I, I got home from class or whatever, and Goldie, Goldie came up into my room and he was like, "Hey, man," I was like, "Hey, what's up?" And he was like, "Were you having like an intense nightmare last night?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah," and, and he was like, "Yeah, like you were like screaming oh so God, loud," yeah. and I was like, "I didn't know whether to go wake you up or like what was happening." But then you just stopped, so I was like, oh, "Okay," and I was like, "That's crazy," because I didn't really know if I was yelling or not because I thought maybe it was part of my dream or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, because. Uh, it's it's crazy too. I had that same thought. It's like, what do other people see while I'm like in this state? And, yeah, yeah, and yeah, like uh, there's there's sometimes I had it like terrible ones, and like I wake up and my girlfriend would be like, "Are you all right?" And I'm like, "Was I like yelling and screaming?" She's like, "No, I didn't hear you." And then there'd be like other times where I'm yeah. actually like just like, yeah. No, no, get off of me. Yeah. You're a fucking demon. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just very, like, yeah. it's it's a trip. It's like, intense. It yeah. almost, like, I don't know, I I'm, I'm, might be, like, getting way too deep here, but, like, <laughs> when when I have those experiences, too, like, I always, like, wake up and I'm like, what is this world, like, really? Because yeah. it, it feels like... Because you're so conscious in those things, it feels like you just accessed another layer to the earth that you can't see normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I might be like getting like too far out right now, but no, it's no, just it's like yeah, I I understand what you're saying, but yeah. it's really hard to describe, you know, what the experience is for someone mm-hmm. who hasn't experienced it. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, really, really funny. I I don't know if my buddy like he sometimes listens to these shows, but my friend Anthony, he actually like works at a sleep clinic too. Oh, cool. And this was like years ago when I was like a teenager, and he's a bit older than me. He was like in college, like studying all this yeah and uh he was the first person i talked to about this but like they don't talk about like sleep paralysis like that heavy in school or like so i kind of like started talking to him about this entity that came and visited me yeah and like i was hoping to just have like some kind of answer like oh it's just your psyche doing this and the chemical or whatever yeah he just kind of like paused he was like that's pretty fucked up, man. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god, the ghosts are real. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck. That's hilarious. Yeah, it ruined me for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. But it's um. But after it happened, um, you know, I think what helped was doing a bit of research about it and reading mm-hmm. into it, and like, you know, no, it was really cool or not cool, but interesting to know that like other people had had similar experiences, but like to the tea uh, like the exact same as i experienced it like in terms of like how they felt and what they saw and everything like that so it's like it's it's mm-hmm. common enough um 
but yeah, I guess people don't talk about it. A yeah, lot. yeah. There's yeah. a there's a documentary about it on Netflix called The Nightmare. I don't know I've if you seen watched that, that. Yeah. One thing, like, I thought it was cool that people were talking about it, but one thing I didn't like about it is they don't talk about the beauty of being yeah the it. other side of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all no. There's aliens. They want you to hurt you, yeah. and there was no like resolution. It was just like. Back-to-back people telling the worst scary stories of them being in sleep paralysis and no solution. It's just like, yeah, well, yep, it's like and that. then credits roll. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's a very, like, horror genre documentary, if, you know, if, if you can call it that. It's just yeah. like, but it, I guess, you know, the point of it is to watch it and be scared. But, yeah, it would be cool if they talked about the other side of it, too. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. I'm, um... A lot of, like, the new modern, like, horror movies, they don't, like, I don't know, they don't, like, draw me in as, like, a lot of, like, the older ones. Sure. But uh, one series I got really hooked on was Insidious. Oh, yeah. Just because the way they, uh, like, with a high budget, did, like, the other side. Yeah. I'm like, yo, that's sleep paralysis come to life. And it, like, watching it, too, like, I was just, like, this is, like, it was frightening me where whether that movie is like a scary movie or not because i'm like this is real to me but it was just like a very high budget so like yeah yeah, those have been my favorite so far yeah really really good films um the conjuring series too which is i i think the same team of people um i don't know if you've seen them yeah i've i've i think i watched the first one and uh, yeah i'm not sure if it's the same team but it does have that similar look so i wouldn't be surprised like the quality and everything yeah i think it's like the same producers or something they Mm -hmm. all kind of but yeah, I like I like those films as well. Yeah, they're yeah. killing it. And yeah, is there any like really like old school ones that inspired your type of writing? Or? Hmm. Um. Like, I-, I don't know if you'd call it horror, but like I'm yeah. a huge Alfred Hitchcock fan. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of his darker stuff, I'm I'm really into. Um, I just like that that mystery kind of you know sinister aspect mm. of, of like you know psycho and and the birds and yeah uh, it's almost like a s- smart like clever scary like it's yeah. not just like the thing there's like this big like psychological yeah psychological mind game going horror, on yeah. and like you can like kind of like drag people through the story with all like just not doing anything like mm. anticipation and like pacing and yeah 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 he's a total classic yeah you know? for sure yeah his his stuff um I always go back to it um, just because I, don't know, I think that was kind of like the first, um, I don't know, first introduction to, I guess you can't really call it horror, but when I was a kid, it was horror to me because it was, you know, it's the darkest thing I had ever seen at mm-hmm. the time, you know, and I was just like, this is fucking cool. Like, yeah, this is yeah. really cool. Um, and I also love, I love mysteries, like, and he does mysteries so well. Um, and when you're a kid and you're not, you know, used to the tropes or anything like that. Watching Alfred Hitchcock was just always so fascinating because you're you're just so invested in, in the story because you know there's going to be this you know twist or whatever something that you're not expecting to happen. And the way he plays on um, your, your kind of your expectation of what's going to happen, and then it's like, oh no, this is yeah, um, yeah. It's but that yeah, as a kid. Um, those films really stuck with me so i always go back to that yeah that's really interesting because uh seeing like a few pages of the weathered spirit i kind of see that in there too where it's like uh 
Yeah, there's like there is the mystery to it. Uh, like yeah. she's trying to figure out what this is. Yeah, and, and what happened to her mom. Yeah, I, I always love as much as I can to put a little bit of mystery into everything, just because it, you know, as someone as a, as a guy who's into film and comics and all that, I that's what I like to read. You know. Yeah. So I try to do that as you know to the best of my ability. Yeah, that's important. And I find that's how, like, a lot of people I have in here, like, whether they're, like, a musician or a comedian who, like, are doing it as a profession, they almost have that same spirit and attitude where it's, like, okay, like, I'm not just going to be a carbon copy of my hero, but I'm just going to take what resources I have and also do it the best of my ability. Like, make something that... Like, if I'm a comedian, like, what I would laugh at or, like, yeah. a film that I would watch and just, like, yeah. make something that I love. And where I find, like, a, one thing where a lot of people starting up, like, creative things, like, maybe they do have the talent to make something amazing. But sometimes they'll, like, overguess and worry too much, like, oh, will other people like this? Instead of, like, yeah, making something, like, I believe in this and... This is cool because yeah. that's when like the natural awesomeness comes out and your personality comes into like whatever you're working yeah. on. And- oh, a hundred percent. And I feel like, you know, you kind of got to do the things that inspire you because if, if you don't, then you're not, you know, um, you're not creatively invested enough into it to make it the best thing that it can be you know so you gotta love it yourself at least that i i think you do like yeah yeah you gotta you gotta love what you're doing um for other people to you know have a chance of loving it as much as Mm -hmm. you do you know yeah and even because when it does become a job it's like when you're in that creative mindset it's gotta not feel like a job you yeah got, you gotta be like like yeah. you said just loving it and that's yeah exactly it, it really like shows on like the paper or whatever too. yeah and yeah yeah i'm super fucking stoked for this oh, so it's so it's just like you, you mentioned it's a one-off so like you can just sit there read the whole story yeah it's a it's a one and done sort of story and i think um as far as i know i don't know if i should no, I think it's fine. Um, me and brother have been talking about um, potentially turning it into um, like a mini series, spinning off from the one shot eventually. But that probably also uh, depends on how well it does and how well it's received. But yeah, yeah, um, there is potential for that there. I'm saying like to people like I, you should just pick it up too because like I think some people get annoyed with comics because it's like okay, I have to buy this issue and then to get the whole story, I have to come back in three weeks and get it on this day and whatever yeah. and it's like sometimes a little difficult to like keep track of what's coming out when and yeah, everything there's, there's so much like comics right now there's so much new stuff coming out all the time especially with like what image is doing and you know other similar um publishers like aftershock and stuff like that there's just so much good stuff coming out mm-hmm. so it's really hard to um because i i and i'm saying this as a, a guy who reads and collects comics as well it's really hard to know like okay what am i gonna like you know invest in because if i want to read the whole story like it's it's gonna be like i don't know like comics are expensive now so you can't just like buy everything on the shelf yeah Yeah, it's it's uh it's um yeah you just you just got to pick and choose what what you're reading so whatever it is like it needs to stand out you know yeah yeah and like in a month when they grab yours it's like 
Okay, I got the full story here, front to back, which is like really, really cool. Like yeah. you don't have to like keep. But like, yeah, and that's chasing. That's, you yeah, know, <laughs> and that's a good thing about yeah. one shots too. Is you can just be like, okay, well, I know I'm going to get to the end, like with you know how just five bucks, and I get a full story. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, interesting. Do, would would you say it's like uh, a longer read than the average comic as well, or is it like still like compressed to? It's I mean it's a little bit longer than what an average comic is now because I think like if we're talking about Marvel and DC like a, a regular comic is twenty pages and this one's twenty four pages. Oh okay, so yeah. a little bit longer, but like still pretty much your standard you know size comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like. I was already sold, like, just looking at the images, too, but now, like, hearing, like, your whole backstory and even connecting it with, like, sleep paralysis cool. and shit, yeah. like, I, I'm like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm stoked. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to be first day Silver Snail grabbing this oh, shit. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anything else you want to say before uh, we wrap this up? Or? Um, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weathered Spirit comes out um, August 30th, I believe. Um, and, yeah, I guess... That's it. Ghost Radio.
Okay, before I do the or start the second segment, I want to uh, give a shout out to my co-producer Nigel, the bartender, for always keeping me and my guests hydrated. Yeah. That's that's his new title, not bartender anymore. It's co-producer. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's a, he's a big help to set the vibe for my show all every week here, and. Uh, yeah, we were just saying as like we shut this off too. It's like very rare, like the both of us can talk about like these dreams and uh, sleep paralysis. So this is like the second half, and like even if it doesn't like tie into your comic or whatever, I think yeah. we should just why not go to hell again <laughs> wherever, yeah, that, wherever that that place, place is. is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, cool. but yeah, dude, do you remember like the first time you had one of these or? Yeah, uh, like, man, I'm pretty sure I had, um, like, a night terror, sleep paralysis, or whatever you want to call it when I was, like, I I feel like I had them when I was really little, Mm -hmm. because I have some, like, really terrifying memories of either nightmares or just things that I was, like, like, they're so scary when I was little. Yeah, like, Um, you've seen something in your room. Yeah, like, it's always something, like, it's standing in your door, it's, like on the ceiling or something just like something Mm -hmm. like above you um but that stopped um i i only have like a few vague memories when i was really little of stuff like that happening um another thing that happened when i was really little is i got really freaked out of my shadow like oh yeah i think that happens to a lot of kids but like i remember it being the scariest thing like i was little like i was like yeah. i don't know four years did old you play zelda 2 and like get to the boss it's like the shadow link it's like fuck that shadow yeah, it's the evil yeah. version of me i know what you're talking i've yeah, only yeah. ever played the first zelda yeah but, yeah. <laughs> yeah but i know what you're talking but about. yeah so like would you like just be like walking down the street and see it like in a reflection and I, like, I'm f- like the street light okay this is the weirdest story that i remember mm-hmm. and i don't it's so weird, but I remember it so well. Um, I remember um, driving in the car with my mom, and I, I looked out the window, and I saw a guy with no legs just, like, floating on the sidewalk. And I I, I don't know if I was sleeping or what the fuck. Like, but I remember that so well. It could have just been, like, I was, like, delirious and tired, and I or maybe I was just, like... I don't know. I saw something that I misinterpreted it, but for some reason I have this weird memory of this thing happening. Wow. Yeah. And, and I remember like asking my mom, um, she probably doesn't even remember this, but I remember asking my mom and I was like, why does that guy have no legs? And she was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's the weirdest thing. You're that like, I, can I know what I saw. <laughs> it's like, like fucking the... sixth sense or some, yeah, something. Yeah. But that's, that's the weirdest thing. And like, I honestly, I'm even skeptical that I even saw that, but it's just a weird young memory, you know, that I had. Mm, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. But who knows? You could have like, just like took a nap in the car and like fell into that state. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. That's what I'm thinking now because like, I, I remember like a couple things like that. And after I started researching sleep paralysis and all of this like lucid dreaming stuff, I kind of was thinking back to past weird things that didn't make any uh, sense. And yeah, I was like, well, that that's what to that me. could be. And then instead of just thinking like, oh my God, there's like actual ghosts. It's like, you start thinking about like how the brain works and yeah, like start yeah. connect like old like things. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. So fucking creepy though. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're a kid and like you, 
I don't know how old you are, but uh, I'm 29. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah. 32. And when yeah. I growing up, I didn't have the internet. I couldn't like just like yeah. Google. <laughs> Me either, yeah, yeah. Until like I was like 14, 15, 16, and yeah. like just having these things as a kid, and you just just you mention something to the people you know around you, and if they've never experienced, they're just like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah, you're crazy. That's dude. yeah, you're <laughs> weird, crazy, yeah. but then power of the internet you realize there's like more people who it's like it's actually very very common and lots of people don't talk about it too yeah yeah exactly yeah can i flip the table and ask you if you had a anything like there's remember there's two early ones that remind me and actually one was after reading a goosebumps book i was like just a child like nine or something yeah and uh there was a quote from the piano one and they were like stay away or whatever and i kept like getting in bold on the thing yeah and i i remember falling into sleep paralysis and i know while you were reading the book like right after it okay and i kind of like put it down and my light was still on but like i kind of like relaxed my head or whatever and i went into that sleep state yeah and this is when I didn't know what sleep paralysis was, mm-hmm. but uh, I saw something in my room, like a person holding a pillow over their face. Oh, wow. And I was like, and then I tried to get away, but I can't run. I can't move. Yeah. And then it started yelling shit from the book, like, stay away. That's so and creepy. And then it ran at me. Oh. And then when it charged me, I woke up and I just like flailed fucking ran into my parents room just like what the fuck like i find that so yeah when you can't when you experience things like that like uh sleep paralysis and it's something where you can't see their face (laughs) for some reason that creeps me out yeah yeah it makes it even worse yeah because you're like what is it like yeah it goes back to like the like almost like slasher films like where like jason has a mask or the guy who scream he's just like wearing something and like it's like what's behind that i'm not to bring it back to the comic or whatever but that was no keep bringing it back to the (laughs) comic (laughs) we're gonna sell comics (laughs) that was like one thing when i was like designing the 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 ghost in the Mm -hmm. in the story i was like i just i never want to show its full face just because for whatever reason it's so scary yeah it kind of has a veil over it too yeah that looked really cool yeah i like the idea of just like making you wonder yeah because like when you experience those things and not real life but when you are experiencing sleep paralysis or something like that it's just it's so terrifying because it makes you think like it could be anything Mm -hmm. but just that that uh ambiguity is is really it's freaky yeah have you ever played the video game bloodborne Fuck, dude. I love Bloodborne. Okay, because, like, so that's what the, the monster in your book remind me of one cool. of the characters. Oh, There's I'm a... so happy that you said that. That's so oh, awesome. Dude, like, that's a whole spiral, like, the Dark Souls series and oh, stuff man, and all yeah. that. But there's a... I forget the one place. It's, like, kind of like you're in a church area. Well, there's, like, a lot of areas lot that look like church areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's just, like, these enemies, and they got the sheets over their head. Yeah, yeah. And, um... Uh, when you kill them, like sometimes for a second, you can just see their face like pop out of yeah. it. And it's like this monster. That's yeah. what uh, the weather spirit like reminded That's me of so Bloodborne. Cool. That, like yeah. I, I definitely like got some inspiration 
like I get inspiration from Bloodborne for pretty much like life. Anything that I work on, just because I'm so yeah. like I'm so passionate about how amazing that game is. Yeah, like, yeah. They're like um, they're games that don't feel like the regular game. Yeah. It's like its own thing. It's so different. It's so different than anything I've ever played. And I'm like I'm I'm a big video game nerd. Like I like mm-hmm. to I like to game, but vice versa. Yeah. But like yeah, that's like a whole another level of like even like me playing and getting into games cuz I used to be like super hardcore as a kid. And then uh, I heard about, like, Dark Souls being, like, super, super hard. Yeah. Which I love, like, really hard games. Like, I used to play, like, the Ninja Gaiden on Xbox, the Ninja Gaiden block, and, like, try to get through it as, like, the hardest difficulty. Like, I like torturing myself as a gamer. Like, I grew up on Mega Man, so I'm like, okay, I gotta try this Dark Souls. But then it turned me into, like... Like, it was unexpected how engulfed I got into the world and yeah. also not knowing what's going on because yeah. they, they don't really tell you. It's and, so vague. And, yeah. yeah, even, like, playing the game is vague. It's not like where, well, maybe they'll tell you, like, this is how you stab or whatever, where lots of modern games, they, like, kind of push you through these cinematics. Yeah. Or this, it kind of drops you in a you place. you got to figure it out. Yeah. Like, that's, it's all up to you. And wh- what I love about that first Dark Souls is you can go the wrong way and not even know it. Like, yeah. you can just go down the wrong path, and you're like, oh, this is a way. Yeah. So I'm supposed to go this way, and I heard this game's hard, so you keep doing it and doing it. You keep like dying and dying. It's yeah. like, no, no, you're not strong enough yet. But the yeah. game doesn't tell you you're not strong. Exactly. It's like, just figure out, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. No, it's relentless. It's like the jungle. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's, like, the cool thing about those games is, like, it. it's so... Um, like it, it tests you on every level, but when you make progress, you feel like a oh, fucking god. Yeah, like you yeah. feel like I could do anything. Yeah. Like it's it's such a good feeling to make progress in those games. Yeah, even my uh, my girlfriend's not a gamer too, yeah. but uh, for like a couple nights, like we just be like chilling. We go out, like come back, and uh, I'm like, oh, you want to watch a movie? And she's like, I kind of want to like just drink wine and watch you play uh, yeah. that game. I'm, like, so I'm just like, oh, I'm so lucky. I got a caper. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but like she sees a different side of me. Like, And I've been a gamer like my whole life. Yeah. And like I haven't even seen this side of me. Like when I'm like engulfed in a boss because like yeah. that game, it's like when you die, it's like an actual consequence. Yeah. And it's hard as your, shit. Yeah. yeah, you lose all your shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And like it could be like hours of work just like gone. Yeah, if you, you got to go all the way back. Like you can't just like save at any point. Like you have to like go through the like run of enemies again to get yeah, to the boss. Yeah. And, yeah. and especially like Dark Souls style or Bloodborne. Like there's the same makers for people who don't know. It's like kind of like the same type of game in different universes. Yeah. But say you died at a boss. You have one chance to get all your shit back. Yeah. It's good, like, so you die and your soul gets left there. Yeah. So instead of, like, cowering, you're forced to run back into that room. Yeah. And you can, like, run and grab it and run away, but it's, like... It's yeah. like a scary experience. <laughs> like yeah. I'm like my girlfriend like seen me like standing on my couch like okay I got one chance yeah. I got like so many souls in. Yeah. She's like I've never seen you like this. this is so funny and, and like you're so focused cuz you're and, like I can't I can't lose these again. And then her as a viewer like one time like she spilt wine everywhere. She just like like something just came out. And she's like ah! cuz yeah. she's getting into it too. Yeah. So That's it's so like cool. yeah yeah. I I still like I um like I've introduced 
Bloodborne and the Soul series, but mainly Bloodborne because Bloodborne is my favorite to like a bunch of my friends. Mm-hmm. And, the uh, art in that game too is oh, beautiful, man. yeah, and the, scary. The and, design, yeah, it's it's it's, it's something else. Um, but I. Yeah, I introduced my friends to Bloodborne, and then I always like go on SharePlay and just like watch them play the <laughs> game because I'm just like I want to see like how they're gonna handle this, you know, this part of the game or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just such a fun game to watch people <laughs> play. Yeah, it's actually uh, beyond like that game. Like I'm really into like fighting games. Yeah. And there's a uh, one guy I follow. He's like a professional like Street Fighter player. Oh, cool. But he's uh. So lots of people like follow his Twitch channel for fighting games. Yeah. But he's like diehard into Dark Souls like us, like to like another level. Yeah. And it's so funny. He has like these big strategy guides as books. Yeah. So he does his like he'll be like in a fighting game and like just like doing like people like or doing stuff like uh that the people want to see, like him doing combo is like killing people online. Yeah. But then he'll be waiting for a match and then he'll just be like have you guys heard of Ash Lake? And like most people are confused. And then there you see a few people in the chat just like Souls fans. It's yeah. like, yes, yes. <laughs> and then he'll like, he's on a green, a green screen. Yeah. He hits a button and it's like the bonfire. And then he puts a green blanket on and puts his head over <laughs> and starts reading from this book. Like he's a preacher in church. Oh, that's and he's just like reading like all this Dark Souls shit and plays the music. Yeah. And then he'll get like, when he connects back to like a Street Fighter game, he goes back into that and people we're like what the fuck is that and he like just vaguely answers it he's like it's life <laughs> like <laughs> i find like with that game when once people like start like getting into it they almost turn turn into like the type of people who are like obsessed with like star wars or star trek or whatever like yeah. i've never been like a trekkie or whatever but like yeah there i swear if there's like a souls fest i'm gonna be like just one of those people i'm like for, i get it i get it for yeah sure. yeah no, man like yeah. I've, I've never yeah you're right i've never like uh gotten into a, a, a like a new series that like or a new franchise or whatever ip whatever you want to call it like after i got like past the age of 14 like i have with fucking dark souls and bloodborne yeah i I got so nerdy for it and i Mm -hmm. still am yeah yeah i still play the games like Mm -hmm. i've I've, beat them all but like i just i still like i there's nothing better and you can can go back and replay it and like have a different experience because the game like made like all these areas that are like beautiful areas, yeah. but you can like just skip by them by accident. And yeah. there's storylines where there's like so much just people explain. die, yeah. or like you talk to the wrong person, and like yep. this cannibal will eat your whole camp. And like, you know, it's yeah. it's just so weird and fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that, that felt good to talk about too. <laughs> it's a sleep paralysis and Dark Souls. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I feel like there's a weight off my shoulder. Today. Yeah, man. This the, is therapy. They, they, they must tie in somehow. Like, yeah, yeah. Man, that's so funny. Yeah, but, it's crazy. But... You said you were into uh, to metal too, eh? Yes. Yeah. I, well, actually, uh, I heard you're in a metal band, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. What kind? Out of the 900 subgenres, are you, do you fit in a subgenre or you're your own thing type? Um, no, we. I think any band who says they're not a 
subgenre like you're you're a genre <laughs> yeah yeah because <laughs> like, because um, like some people don't get there's metal and then there's the tree branches out and there's like a yeah. million different kinds of metal so exactly. one person can be like i'm into metal and then the other person can be like i'm into metal and they don't listen to the same music at all like style wise yeah, I, I just i just hate when i hear like a new band or something be like no man it's like it's like nothing you've ever heard before i'm like pretty sure i've yeah, heard and they got a sugar riff there yeah. <laughs> like what's what do they call gentle yeah <laughs> yeah i guess i don't know what um like i i would say metalcore like metalcore oh cool what, cool what like play kind of yeah. like kill switchy as they lay dying yeah not like or... quite like i i like a couple bands i'd i'd compare us to are like maybe um like counterparts mixed with architects if okay that yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it's more of like um like a a raw like our vocalist he has like a, a raw shrill sort of like natural scream it's mm-hmm. not like that thing where um like you're trying to make your voice different than what it no, is like no, yeah it's just like just really raw yeah um, yeah but the riffs are very metalcore like they're really melodic nice yeah, yeah. Like a lot of breakdowns too and stuff like yeah that. i mean did you have you guys recorded as well or yeah we we put out a f- our f- our first full length uh last year um and uh i'm really happy with the way that turned out um we're all kind of actually like we're not like taking doing a hiatus but we're kind of taking a break from it right now just because we've all got like you know we've all got day jobs and things that we have going on definitely so we're um we're kind of keeping it low-key right now but hopefully um we all get to a place where we're able to like come back and do more touring and stuff like that yeah i'm excited to check it what's the name of the band yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) band's called great lakes great lakes cool cool yeah yeah and um yeah we we've done a few eps and then last year we uh we put out a full length as the first full length we did and it was uh, a really cool experience and um it's it's definitely the best thing as a musician that I've ever created. And cool. I'm pretty happy with it. Everything yeah, and it's a it good group of people making this as well. Yeah, like they're they're the best. All dudes. click and yeah, like that's one thing I'm really like proud of in terms of you know there's you meet bands like as you tour and play shows and stuff and you hear about all this drama and like you know shit that goes down behind the scenes and like yeah. members like start hating and they're, each other yeah they're and doing like, shows and they don't like each other and we've like maybe like with one past member we had like a little bit of some drama that happened but like for the most we've been a band for i guess five years now and mm-hmm. like for the most part it's we've all just it's been so cool like everyone just like is the best the best people like they're the best group of dudes like i'm i love all like every one of the guys in that band so and and it's really cool too because we're all very like um i don't know like i think we're all kind of level-headed and like we're on a break right now but we're just like yeah that's cool like yeah no, yeah. no, no one's like no one's being like no like we have to look and be in a band or like, we have to take this seriously or like i, I quit or whatever like it's mm-hmm. uh it's cool that we're able to just like if we need to take a break we can take a break and then come back to it later yeah it's special yeah. to have like group of guys that are so understanding like that too yeah just kind of doing their own they probably got like other side they, shit they too all got and... their own they're all super creative and talented and they all got their own shit that they can do so it's not like it's like 
the end of their life if this band you know stops or whatever yeah yeah that's that's awesome too like even with you doing the comics and this is this like yeah do you find like i'm in the same way where like i do a lot of different things like outside my job do you yeah. find like even though like you feel like you need to do all this stuff does you get really like burnt out once in a while and yeah for sure i mm-hmm. do and that's kind of why um this the the band is kind of on the back burner right now just because it's i'm doing all this stuff like for the first time in my life i'm i'm freelancing and you know having to go out and find work to get money as opposed to just being at a company that i get a paycheck from every couple of weeks yeah so, yeah so it's like i'm i'm so focused on making sure that i can just like you know pay rent and pay bills and everything that like having the band on top of all that i'm just like i can't but no, I, no. It's, yeah, I'm just spreading myself too too thin at that point. And there's a there's a couple other guys in the band who are in uh, the same situation, so mm-hmm. so they totally understand. They yeah. get it. It's yeah. it's ballsy doing freelance too, man. Like big yeah, up it's scary. Is, yeah, <laughs> I've done it too, and yeah, yeah. fear. Yeah, it is, <laughs> but uh, when it's going well, it's 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 like the best thing ever. But yeah. then when like. Like, I found, like, my experience with, like, freelance video, it would go in waves where, like, I'm doing really awesome, and then I'd have, like, a little, like, dry month or whatever, and then I'm just like, oh, my God, what the fuck am I doing? I'm going to get this bill and blah, 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 and, like, sometimes something pops up and saves me, but it's like, (gasps) thank you. Like, I just got a breath of fresh air, and then, like, I've had times where I got in trouble where I'm just like, oh, yeah, that... uh, that gig I was supposed to get didn't pull through. Yeah, and you're like relying on it. Yeah, yeah. And like, I guess like the company I was like, going to freelance for, like, didn't, doesn't know how like much I really, really needed that sure, or whatever. Yeah. And then but you just, can't, but you can't be like, but guys, like, I really needed it. You yeah, yeah. You like, just oh, kind of okay, play it cool. Good. And then it's yeah. like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, like sorry, that. landlord, my rent's gonna be late. <laughs> type yeah. of thing, and I hate doing. I hated like doing like all those calls and stuff. But yeah, uh, no, it's it's yeah. stressful, man. But it's part of the life of like just trying to figure out like how to turn creativity and like things yeah. you love into a job. Which yeah, you're, it, I think you're doing a great job at that, thanks. man. I it's I I I'm trying so hard. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't always work out, but like you know. Um, I, I don't like I have a wife like I just got married actually but oh, congratulations uh, to you too th- thanks man um, but like we don't have any kids or anything so we're like I'm at a very like I'm at that place in my life where I might as well just give it a shot you know if mm-hmm. there's ever going to be a chance to do it like yeah. now's the time because you know other than paying rent and you know whatever other bills i have like i'm just like i'm not like held down by anything like kids or anything like yeah that. yeah so, it's like yeah. just why not go for it yeah you gotta you gotta take a chance at least like it may not pan out but like if i'm gonna make an attempt like it might as well be now you know yeah that's fucking awesome and it seems to be going well like in a month you're gonna be able to go to the store in like yeah buy something physically that you made is gonna be on the shelf like yeah along beside like batman and fucking the new spider-man and like your thing's gonna be on there and like yeah i hope you like i know like sometimes as creatives like we can like just get like really into like our own heads i hope you can like take a moment to step back and just be like proud of what you've done and yeah what your team done and for sure yeah yeah i really i really try to to think that way it's really hard sometimes to to be like to not 
compare yourself to like everything else that's you know around you because like there's you know there's always things to compare yourself to and i i struggle with that a little bit where like you know yeah I, i've got a, a fucking comic that i that came out of my brain and it's going to be on the shelves like like you said like beside all these like things yeah. that i grew up reading mm-hmm. but you know then i catch myself kind of being like well you know it's it's not as good as this or it's not as yeah, good as yeah, this. Like yeah. I need to be like better or whatever. Which is, you know, it's a good I guess like it's good to always wanna be, you know, pushing mm-hmm. yourself to be as as good as you better than, you know, what you what you currently are. But um yeah, it's it's this weird mindset, but I do try to to step back and be like, Yeah, this is cool. I did this. Like yeah. I should be proud of this. Mm-hmm, yeah, and I'm saying that too because I'm the type of guy too. Is like, oh, I should have done this better. <laughs> like yeah. I'm the same person too. But uh, yeah, yeah, I've just been really reflective on it like lately too. Like once in a while, I dabble in like stand up comedy too. Mm. And I remember like a year ago, I did like a, a fucking set, and I just forgot like the tagline. And it went well. Like people in the audience had a good time or whatever. Yeah. And my my friends were like, "Oh, that was great." Dude. And I was like, "Oh, I fucking sucked." Yeah. And they're like, "What is wrong with you?" Yeah. Like people were laughing. Like we yeah. had a good time. Yeah. I'm like, no, but I I forgot this one part and would have made it better. Like yeah. trust me, I'm fuck. I suck. I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like dude, chill. Like yeah, you but, got yeah. you, you got to find that balance of yeah. like recognizing that you know yeah it could always be better and there's always there's no ceiling like you're never gonna like get like to a point where you're like hey i'm perfect Mm -hmm. like there's you can always get better but you gotta have that like that balance of being like okay like i don't need to fucking shell over myself because i i made like one little mistake yeah yeah you you gotta kind of look at the whole big picture of everything and and take everything for what it is and just be like okay so next time yes not do that yeah yeah this better take it as a lesson or whatever yeah i find like uh i'm meeting a lot of new people who are starting podcasts as well too Mm -hmm. and they're like for their first one they're going in like okay this needs to be perfect this needs to be perfectly edited and blah 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 yeah and like uh there's a couple people who've been like kind of like working or talking with girth because they have a great idea yeah but like almost not putting it out there because they're just in the editing room and overthinking it and yeah. blah 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 yeah. and they're like and like your first one's not gonna be perfect exactly but i'll just keep putting them out there and like yeah exactly. even if you go back to the beginning of this like fucking series too it's like yeah. it's a little different how i do things and like form the conversation but like sure yeah because you're figuring it out yeah of, yeah but, yeah and but it's it's better to like you know put a hundred percent because you're you're a hundred percent effort changes as you like progress in whatever it is whatever endeavor it is you're you're doing like so a hundred percent effort into your first episode is going to be not the same as a hundred percent at effort into the your current episode Mm -hmm. you know you get better as you go essentially but that's no excuse to just like be like oh this is all shit it's garbage because if you didn't do that yeah then you wouldn't be at the level that you're at right now yeah just taking forever to try to make the perfect piece yeah i i always like i i see all these artists like whatever you know um field they're working in all these creative people who are doing things and they're so like they're so I don't know, like trepidatious to to put 
stuff out and I'm just like just fucking just do it to like the best of your ability right now and just put it out there it's not going to be the best thing it's not going to be the best thing in the world and I think that's what a lot of people struggle with because they do that whole comparison thing where they're like well it's not as good as this so there's no point in putting it out it's like yeah there is because there are going to be some people who like it and appreciate it because Mm -hmm. not everybody's looking at it as like analytically as you are yeah that's the truth too yeah so yeah it's it's really important to yeah you have to put your all into everything you do but don't be so hard on yourself to just like I'm oh I can't I can't put it out it's not good enough you know yeah 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 (laughs) just see see what fucking happens yeah 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 yeah. and like you said like even if there's something you don't like in it it's like just don't do it the next time you know Mm -hmm. just keep it going and like there's power with momentum and I'm sure you know that with your writing like going back to doing like all those horror tales and now like leading up and now you got something coming out on the fucking shelves and yeah and it's insane when you and the more yeah and the more you do it the the better you get at it like i remember being very very proud of like the first like indie self-published comic that i put out and i look back at it now and i'm just like this is garbage like this Mm -hmm. sucks but like it was the best i could do at the time and if i didn't do it then i wouldn't do all this other stuff then i wouldn't be getting better you know because i would just be like okay well this is the the only thing that I'm capable of doing. If you don't put it out, if you don't finish it, you're not going to learn from it. You know? Yeah, yeah. So. It's like you got to keep oiling those gears, and like, yeah, yeah. then you're going to turn into a monster. And no matter what you're doing, like music or whatever, just keep. Yeah, it's the same doing thing. Everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's awesome too. Yeah. I want to hear another sleep paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you got any more? Ah, uh, let me think. Yeah. I don't like. I think. I. I think I said the most. Like. The, the really terrifying, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I've had a few other ones, but like um, they're kind of similar sort of things. So I, I had one one time where there was a dude like just I was I was sleeping on my back and I I woke up, but again sleep paralysis, so I couldn't move. And there was mm-hmm. just like this creepy thing, like it almost looked like a spider, but like a giant like man sized spider just Ugh. like crawling around on the ceiling like above me because I was staring upwards so Fuck. I could just see my ceiling. And it was just like and I was so freaked out that it was just gonna like like jump off the ceiling and like land on me or something. But mm-hmm. eventually I just pulled myself out of it and I woke up, but it was really creepy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I had one where it it looked like like uh, it was cool too, or not cool at the time. But now thinking back, it's kind of cool because I didn't know I was in sleep paralysis mode. I thought I was still awake and oh, I was just okay. laying in bed. Yeah, and I, and I just see like this fuzzy orb in the distance. Yeah, and it's moving, and I'm focusing on it, and then it turned almost like beyond words. There was a feeling going through my body that this thing was like the biggest piece of shit I've ever like encountered. Like this is like pure evil. Yeah. And then I tried to move and then I realized I'm in sleep paralysis mode. Yeah. And then all of us, this is actually kind of funny too. (laughs) Like uh, I could move my right arm. Right. And I moved it up. Yeah. And I gave it the finger. Yeah. And what happened, it turned into like, a human form yeah and it almost looked like the lead singer of the band behemoth i don't know if you've seen <laughs> yeah, this guy yeah, yeah. but almost a little more de- demonic but yeah. like not him in like 
normally, but like him in like music videos. Like, right, yeah. All and it just started up, yeah. charging me and trying to punch me. And oh, it was wow. getting even madder because it was like in dream realm and it couldn't hurt. And I'm just sitting there still with my middle finger up. Yeah. And it just started fucking trying to beat me. Yeah. <laughs> and then I woke up and I was like, whoosh. Like, like you get like shot back to your like yeah. reality type thing. And uh, it's uh, even though that was like normally I'd be like terrified for some reason I was like just almost like cocky like yeah fuck that thing and yeah it was also after like me studying sleep paralysis and stuff too so yeah. like i i bet if it happened a few years prior yeah. than it did i would have been just like ruined for a week like what well, the fuck was that? that that that's what everyone or not everyone but like when i've been reading on forums like what people have been saying um like if like it's almost as if like this isn't like a nothing about this is scientifically accurate but like it's mm-hmm. not like you know uh, a, a th- true for everybody thing but um if if you're afraid it it gets worse you know what i mean yeah I, you, I feel like that yeah, too, yeah but if you stand up to it like you did like you gave it the finger then that causes it to to back off yeah, you, know you almost I mean? take control. I yeah. actually I've never thought of that. Yeah. It almost goes back to like when I was talking in the first part of like uh our conversation about like reading that forum and saying relax cuz you become in control of whatever that realm is. Yeah, it's like it, it, yeah. it feeds off your fear. So if you're if you're afraid then it yeah, it'll it'll fuck with you. Yeah, I never thought of it that way. That yeah. makes sense. <laughs> after after I started like researching it and stuff and I had a couple more experiences like what I would do is I would I would yell at it but instead of like a fear yell I'd I'd just be like fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> like and that. it would, and right? It, and it would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just it, it's really crazy, but um yeah, mm-hmm. whatever it is and I don't know. Yeah. It, and it's it's weird too like um describing these experiences it is more of a feeling than it is than it is like what you're actually seeing because people are like well what do you see and it's like it's not it's not like it's not scary because of what's there what you're seeing it's like there's this fucking dread that you that you start to feel and you're like whatever this weirdness is that is very vague and i can't describe like visually what i'm seeing Mm -hmm. you just know that this is this thing wants to hurt me or it yeah. it wants the worst for me. And it's so true and it feels like that those feelings you get in that state are unexplainable. Yeah. There's, so there's, it's like it's the scariest, it's like the most afraid I've ever been, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I've never been more afraid yeah. than when I than when I've had like some of those certain experiences. Yeah, same. It's like yeah. you go in that state and you're like Oh, is this the end of my life? And yeah. not only is this the end of my life, there's like a monster <laughs> that's yeah. going to stop, yeah. like, end me. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but like, what's also interesting, like, even with these like horrifying, horrifying experiences, like, you always come to and like yeah. wake up and you're yeah. you're okay again, yeah. like, which I'm like really interested, like, why and what and like yeah. why does all this happen and mm-hmm. i keep digging and digging and like people don't know yeah no which nobody is... you can't you can't really explain it but the the fact is like you know we we 
we just kind of started talking and we're like, oh shit, like you had this experience too. Like other people have it. It's a real thing. Yeah. It's it's not something that, you know, people are just making up because mm-hmm. I didn't know that you yeah. had these experiences. And yeah, yeah. It's you know, like, like it's like probably we met for like two minutes in six yeah. years ago through like somebody I worked with. Yeah. And like I didn't know that till now. Yeah. And then we and then all of a sudden, we're just both so passionate about yeah, it. Like, it's holy like, shit. Like, you get it. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it, it goes back to, like, um, that feeling you get. Yeah. And it, that's unexplainable. But you meet somebody else who's been there, and it's like, yeah, yeah dude, you know. Yeah. Dude, bro, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bro. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely, you know, whether it's, like, scientifically real or not it's something that people many people experience like it's it's not something that's made up you know so mm-hmm. um i do like going back to that documentary the nightmare like i do appreciate that people are you know starting talking to about talk it, about yeah. it yeah because for so long it's been this like weird phenomenon that you know people are just like i don't know you're probably full of shit but Mm -hmm. nope (laughs) nope (laughs) (laughs) whatever whether it's like your psyche or like actually monsters is like i'm actually it's like i don't i actually don't think about it all the time until like i meet somebody like you Yeah, same because i i don't experience it that much anymore yeah yeah you know same yeah um i i went like i said i went through a phase like like i don't know probably 10 years ago where i will like it happened like very frequently and it was fucking with me a lot Mm -hmm. and that's why i was like okay i need to figure out what this is so researching helped a lot yeah um but yeah i don't i don't think about or talk about it that much anymore but like it i think it does influence going back to the writing and comics stuff like just because i've had these experiences like it does influence like you know my my writing and you know what i'm doing creatively whether it's music or whatever else yeah it's so crazy how could it not affect like your creativity and yeah just like even making a horror comic too like Mm -hmm. I'm actually like, like, because I I just saw like a few like snapshots of the weathered spirit, and I'm like, yeah, this kind of reminds me of sleep paralysis, but I don't know if it is. But I'm gonna ask him about that, and if not, we're not gonna talk about it. But, it but it's like, you, but, it like, was yeah. so, but it was something you experienced. So obviously, like you saw, it and you're like, this seems like. You know, yeah. it reminded you. But of when it, you so. said yes, I was like, yeah, I fucking <laughs> knew it. Like a part of me is yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's been there. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, it's so cool, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Are you hungry at all? Um, uh, You know what? I'm okay, actually. Let me see what time it is. Maybe we can wrap this up because the kitchen's going to close. And I think this has been a good episode. It's about like an hour past and yeah how long do you usually do these for i just kind of go with the flow yeah yeah just like go with the flow of the conversation and yeah i've had some like go like half an hour and some like two hours type of thing and yeah just cool kind of just keep a piece of, yeah you feel it out you yeah know, yeah it's it's, done, that's kind of what's fun about here too it's like no rules and they just kind of like give us the mic to just be ourselves and yeah yeah i want to shout out sammy union too like i don't even know if you listen to my show there's just like he does once in a while but there's so many shows on girth radio right now it's impossible like (laughs) for him but uh but like a couple times he said uh 
like somebody came in the bar and it's like, oh, I like the Creative Imbalance show. And then he'd like text me. He's like, oh, somebody came in and said they liked your show. I bought him a shot. But fuck you. Nobody says they like my show. And like, <laughs> but like, he's such a quirky guy. But he's like kind of uh, just the team leader of here and just okay. very like um, awesome at like just finding like people who just kind of doing different things and just be like okay here's your space yeah fucking do it and also with his show he's like we have a social media girl Alyssa, who's fucking awesome but yeah she's started doing her show but he keeps like pushing her and like he's like putting people like to do interviews on his show yeah like on the spot it's like i just want this person to start podcasting yeah it's like Okay, so the the guy's here. Just figure it out. Here's the mic. He, yeah, he's like, it. he's yeah. like, it's recording. And he just leaves him in the room. And he's, she's like, what? What? Yeah. And maybe like the first like time they do is not perfect, but yeah. then more and more these people are starting to make their own podcasts too. And like that's he kind of like man. sees yeah. things in different people. So much love to that guy too. Cool. I don't show him out enough <laughs> on there. So <laughs> no, that's sick. This this was really good, man. Like this was a lot of fun. Like I really like the whole like it's. Like, I've done interviews and stuff before for various projects where it's, like, very, like, you know, proper. and Yeah, you know, do they have, like, list. cards, like, question by question yeah, They have, like, their, their yeah. answers or their questions, like, written out. But, like, I, like, I, I would, I much prefer this situation. Like, have a couple beers, like, you know, just, like, shoot, like, talk. Like, you know, you're just hanging out with a dude at a bar or whatever. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. That's how I like to to talk about stuff and yeah i also like to swear a lot so i appreciate the fact that we can say fuck on this show yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking it feels fucking good and yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah yeah it even goes back to like you making like the comics like you're like you s- mentioned that you're like kind of doing something that you would want to read yeah and these are like the type of podcasts i listen to so yeah, i'm like yeah. i'm just gonna do it but the more I did it, like, kind of, like, my own personality came into it, and it's, like, its own thing no, it's, that I can't even, like, really explain. Yeah. It's, like, kind of Joe Rogany, but not because, like, I have, like, a different, like, yeah, view but it's and that experience and sort of, thing. like, open, you know, you you, you want to get to know the person for the, not not just, like, they're, like, like, I am, I am a comic book writer yes <laughs> how did that happen oh just this yeah. one path it didn't yeah. have any branches at all yeah we can't talk about it I but exactly uh, what i wanted to do and i did it yeah, yeah. i'm a success and <laughs> it also helps like having like wicked guests like yourself too coming Thanks. in and because like it makes almost every episode different as well because sure, it's yeah. so loose just depending on who's yeah. in here like i've had like a couple that were like super emotional like somebody talking about like mental health and mixing it with creativity and it yeah. wasn't like very jokey it was more him like oh wow talk it is actually a really good episode too it's one of my early ones it's this guy named blake horsley and he's an artist who uh also like uh suffered through like mania and like stuff oh, like okay. that so he was like trying to just tell me the unexplainable like how it's like to be a schizophrenic type thing wow and like yeah like it was a heavy one, and then wow, I'll listen to that. I'll send you the link <laughs> yeah, too. But yeah. uh, then I'll have like another one. I have like a battle rapper on. Like shout out to HFK, and we're just talking about like the worst shit. Like I think that episode is like worse than like anything I've heard on Howard Stern. Oh, <laughs> like wow. just language wise, and like <laughs> just jokes, and yeah, like yeah, just yeah. like 
him like purposely like just keep crossing like the line like he's not like a bigot or whatever like yeah. like and you can kind of like tell he's yeah. joking and he's just like saying these things on yeah, purpose so to get a reaction or, so yeah. like like one episode goes to like this very like serious thing to like this like complete like fucking flip of the yin yang <laughs> yeah so that's also like i think it keeps me stimulated to do this too because yeah. like yeah and even talking to you, I'm like, okay, we're going to talk about writing and comic books. And, like, I didn't even, like, jump in heavy. And now we're just talking about fucking ghosts. They're Bl- real. Bloodborne and sleep Bloodborne and sleep paralysis. <laughs> Metal. Yeah. yeah. Brutal. <laughs> but, again, Kyle, much love, man. Oh, and thanks, man. Thanks weather for Spirit, what, what day is it coming out again? Uh, August 30th. August 30th. Yeah. Uh, if you're in Toronto, go to the Silver Snail. And if not, you can go online. Is it uh, Tight One Studios? Tight One Studios, yeah. Is dot com or? All? Oh, yeah. Uh, it is TightOneStudios.com. Yeah. yeah. And I'll also have the link. Uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or SoundCloud, if you actually go to our website, girthradio.com, there's a little website page for each one of these episodes. I got a picture of the guest. You don't know it yet, but I'm going to take your picture <laughs> by that wall right there. <laughs> and uh, and then we'll we'll have links to everything, too, if, uh, if you can't spell Titan 1 or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just a couple clicks away. Uh, it's Titan. I'm pretty sure it's... Oh, man, actually, I shouldn't say this. I thought it was Titan, the number one studios, but actually, you know what? This is what Google's for. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> even, like... Uh, I think the logo's the number one. Actually, you know what? There's a weatheredspirit.com. So just Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, okay, so yeah. weatheredspirit.com and you'll find it. Yeah, I'll have yeah. links to everything and you guys got like a little trailer for it too with the spooky Bloodborne ghost like yeah, just yeah. in action and yeah, yeah. Definitely check out uh, the girthradio.com and click on the creative imbalance. And if you're like just kicking around one day and like want to listen to more podcasts, just click on the other shows too. Much love, Sammy everybody here i'm gonna like just end this right now (laughs) cheers sweet man Live from the center of the Earth, Girth.